focusing on an emerging generation of kings. Genesis 22. I'm really trusting God that this will stick inside somebody's life. Now it came to pass after these things that God tested Abraham and said to him, Abraham! And he said, Here I am. Then he said, God said, Take now your son, your only son, Isaac, whom you love, and go to the land of Moriah and offer him there. <laughs> as a burnt offering. Now, there are different kinds of offerings, right? Sin offering, grain offering, grain, uh, peace offering, burnt. But the burnt offering, that whole animal is going to be burnt. It's not going to be alive. It's going to die. So it's not like a sin offering. The sin offering, you take the goat into a place and you release it. Okay? You take that wild goat, you throw it there, it's gone, right? And then you take uh, the sheep and then you slaughter them. So a sin offering can it's just sent away it doesn't die this is a burnt offering this guy is gonna die that's what god is asking for <laughs> so it's not god trying to bobo him this is god saying i'm testing you i want to see the attitude and disposition of your heart it's good to see this twins you guys are twins right like your real twins proper twins same father same mother j2 <laughs> j2 for j2 Right. Now, now, so you have this. This guy is going to die. And that's the orientation. Go and give him up. This is not going through the wilderness. And after a while, you can then uh, pick him. No, burnt offering. So guess what Abraham does? He does not pretend not to hear God. In verse 3, he says, the word says, Abraham rose early in the morning, saddled his donkey and Isaac, his son, and he split the wood for the burnt offering, arose and went to the place of which God had told him. Then on the third day, Abraham lifted his eyes and saw the place afar off. And Abraham said to his young man, Stay here with the donkey. The lad and I will go yonder and worship. And we will come back to you. Now this guy is going to be sacrificed. How are you going to come back? That means Abraham was operating from a premise of faith. That means that Abraham believed that even if I kill this boy, God is going to raise him up. Are we here? Now, let's go to the book of Romans chapter 4. You're going to see the thinking process that Abraham had. Because Abraham was not just acting randomly. Romans chapter 4, if we take it from verse uh, 17. As it is written, I have made you a father of many nations in the presence of him whom he believed. So the capital him is God and the small, uh, the small he is Abraham. So Abraham believes in God. God who gives life to the dead and calls those things which do not exist as though they did. So this is the operation of God. God does not throw drama around dead things. God does not blame dead things. God does not even go into an analysis of dead things. What does God do? Oh, come on, be confident. It's right there in front of you. He gives life 
to the death. Somebody say, I'm a life giver. Say, I'm not a death analyst. I'm not a death dramatician or dramatist. I am a life giver. Please sing you're a life giver like you know you're a life giver and you're given life. Look at your neighbor and say, I have life to give you. How much life do you want? I they give life anyhow, anyhow. Pinch me, there is life. Touch my sweat, there is life. If you accidentally marry me, well, if you happen to marry me, I'm going to give you more life. I will produce a life out of your belly. Come on now. Ken, come and talk to your wife. Say, I'm a life giver. But they are not talking to your wife. They are taking her to the UK to give her more life. Mm, look at your name. You say, I'm a life giver. He said this is the operation of God, but what do most of us do as we go alive around? We complain about death. We complain about what we don't have. We complain about the issues. We complain about the drama. We complain about the delay. We complain about the generational patterns. God is saying that's not the way I work. The way I work is that when I see death, I give life. When I see what's not working, I make it work by releasing words that work. And that's why he shows us he gives life to the dead and calls those things which do not exist as though they did. So there is pain in your body. You don't complain about the pain. You speak life to it. Are you here? Oh Lord, I thank you because I'm healed. I thank you because I have relief. I thank you because God, you are bigger than Panadol. You make things pan out and they are not dull. Are you understanding that? And you take the word of God as medication. It becomes real to you. This is not just something you thumb through on Sunday or flip through on Sunday. This is your life. Are we here? Somebody say, I believe the word of God. I hold on to the word of God. I'm immersed in the word of God. I'm saturated in the word of God. I prevail by the word of God. I do exploits by the word. He says he calls those things. They don't exist, but I'm calling them. They don't exist, but I'm calling them. Now, I shared this in the first service. If you have that slide, maybe you can give it to us. That the word word in the original Hebrew, so in the, most of us know the Greek, which is Rema and Logos. But we need to go to the original Hebrew because God started speaking to Hebrews first before I included the Greek. So you can see the organic original. Now, I'm not trying to take you into your theological class, even though your theology should be sound and also deep. But I want to show you this on purpose. The word word is the word dabar. Somebody say dabar. Actually, the original is davar. Say davar. Now, davar means three major things. Number one, it means thing, thing. Number two, it means essence. And number three, it means order. Order. Now, that order is both to sequence and to call for. Sunday is good to see you today. It's been a few Sundays. Sunday, you've not been around for a couple of Sundays. But it's good to see Sunday the Sunday. And thank God the Sunday. It was somebody to buy some Sunday from a cafe. All right. Now, number three is order. And that order is to sequence, but also to call for. <laughs> 
So when you speak words in the realm of the spirit, you are not just mouthing emptiness. You are releasing things. Because words are things. Can I get a, a, a bottle of water, clean water, preferably not the one you used to. One I, yeah, clean water, preferably even one that, because I want I'm going to like drink out of it. I want clear water. And you can give me clear essence because the word is like water that is clear in its essence. And only you feel hold my body. That's God. Now, now you guys are feeling it. You're feeling it because you're also feeling our chairs. Good to see you. So, so these are the meanings of word in the Hebrew. So, dear when you speak a word in the spirit, you are releasing something. So, no word is nothing. Every word is something. Come on now. Has somebody ever muttered something and said, what did you say? And the said nothing. Yeah. When the person said nothing, you knew there was something. Yeah. So, their nothing was not nothing. Their nothing was something that they didn't want you in on. So when you don't want something in your life, stop saying it with your mouth. Because when you say it, you make something out of it, even if it's nothing. In other words, if it's something in your life that you consider as nothing and you are speaking it forth, you are giving material evidence and substance to it. The moment it moves from the realm of thoughts to the realm of words, it has put on clothes that make it accessible to other people. So words are the clothes that thoughts put on to go outside. Hey, 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 hey. Okay. I need you to really understand this. Because when you understand, you understand why meditation is important, why hearing the word is important, why fellowship is important, why interaction is important, why dwelling on the word of God is important. Please help me remove the label, right? Somebody say, no word is nothing. No word. How do you spell no word? Thank you. Spell N O W. O-R-D. Okay? How do you spell nothing? No word is nothing. That means word is thin. Wow. Write it down if you can, so you can see it. That means every word is creating something. Some words create peace. Some words create war. Some words create health. Some words create sickness. Some words create clarity. Some words create confusion. Thank you. Are we here? Now, how many of you remember when Isaac said to his son, who did he speak to? Tell me. Who did he speak to? About the blessing. He said to Esau, do what? Go and make 
venison, prepare a nice meal, delicacy, prepare that something sumptuous, scrumptious, nice, that I may eat it and bless you. Right? So, of course, we know the story. Many of you know the story. If you know the story, please read the story. Please, Genesis chapter 26, 7 or so. Help me with it. Right? Now, what happens is, uh-uh, goodbye, Benz. Now, something happens. The mother hears the word. That's Rebecca, right? What does the mother hear? What does the mother hear? And based on that word, the mother spoke to who? Jacob, not Esau. Esau ran away into the forest, was jumping after antelope. Hey, I'll catch you. Don't catch me. I don't catch you. No feet. Right? He was gyrating with human efforts. But Jacob was the loxing with divine intelligence. The person who has the right words will get results better and faster than the one who's laboring in effort without the now word. You need to understand this. So in that text, Isaac is like a type of Jesus or the father. Rebecca is like the Holy Spirit who takes of the father and gives you what you need to do. And the Holy Spirit, Rebecca, knows the kind of food the Father likes. The Holy Spirit knows how to please the Father. Come on now. Because he glorifies the Son in whom the Father is already well pleased. Come on, guys, talk to me. So Rebecca gives Jacob the specifics. Oh, your father has done this, done this, this is what you should do. He arranges them. That's why the Bible says the Holy Spirit will guide you into all truth. And remind you of what I've said to you. Rebecca takes what Isaac has said and applies it to Jacob. Jacob prepares the meal the way the father wants it. Watch this. And he presents it to the father. Come on now. It's smelling the way God loves it. The father loves it. It carries the essence. Now the father blesses who does Isaac bless? Who does he bless? Who does he bless? How does he bless him? With his words. That's how he blesses him. With his words. Now, that's not the end of the story. Later, just as soon as the blessing ceremony was done, Esau comes, right? Possibly with gashes and thistles and thorns lacerating his body. I was gonna say like he went to lasso, but lacerating his body, bleeding, perhaps covered in all of that. And eventually, he comes to the father and says, "What does he say to the father?" Now it happened as soon as I thank you, media. As soon as Isaac had finished blessing Jacob, and Jacob had scarcely gone out from the presence of Isaac, his father, that Esau, his brother, came in from hunting. Verse 31. Watch this. He also made several food and brought to his father and said to his father, Let my father arise, that's Esau now, and eat of his son's game, that your soul follow everything that your soul may bless me. Mm -hmm. And his father Isaac said to him, 
Hey, God. God, I beg you. God, I think God beg you. This is important. May life not ask you, who are you? But life will often ask, who are you, when you are not appropriating the word of the Father in the now. That's why the Bible says the earnest expectation of the creatures awaited the manifestation of the sons of God. A critical part of the manifestation is that the sons must learn to say about themselves what the Father said about them. Because when Jesus comes into the world, he speaks in Luke chapter 4. He read from the book of Isaiah and said, Today are these words manifested in your hearing. So it was not just enough that the Father said, You are my beloved son. He also said, I'm the son of my father. So now he said, I am your son, your firstborn, Esau, verse 33. Then Isaac trembled exceedingly and said, Who? Who? Where is the one who hunted game and brought it to me? I ate all of it before you came. And I have blessed him. And indeed, he shall be blessed. Somebody shout, I'm already blessed. Shout aloud and say, God has blessed me. My mind is blessed. My marriage is blessed. My home is blessed. My family is blessed. My environment is blessed. The works of my hands are blessed. My future is blessed. My body is blessed. My womb is blessed. My breasts are blessed. I'm cancer free, error free, arthritis free. I am saved by the blood of the Lamb. My name is written in the book of life. He's able to keep me from falling. I fly, I soar, I roar. Say, I am blessed. If you're on the mainland, look at seven people. In fact, everybody get out of your seat. Go to seven people and tell them, I am blessed. And it's irreversible. I'm blessed and it's irreversible. You can't curse me. You can't break me. You can't shatter me. I am blessed. I'm, I'm coming, oh. I haven't landed. Let me show you. He said, I will be blessed. Now look at the next verse. Chapter 4. When Esau heard the words of his father, he cried with an exceedingly great and bitter cry. And you're about to say, King Kong, King Kong. That's with King Kong. That's deep guttural weeping from the soul he cried because he understood where are we coming from we're coming from words being what being things he knew that because he had missed those words he had missed something could it be possible that when you start your day without the word you're missing something that when you start your week without gathering with believers, could it be? Especially when it's in your part to gather, because sometimes it's circumstances that make people unable to. You're missing something. Could it be that when you started the year and we said, I spread with speed, but you stopped meditating on that prophecy, you already start slowing down without knowing? Why would a man cry? Was it not just words that were spoken? No, to the Hebrew, they knew. 
that by the word were all things created. So if you're going to create anything, you will create it with words. This is the reason he was weeping. He cried and look at what he said. He said, he said to his father, bless me also. Oh, my father. Go on, go on, go on, go on. But he said, your brother came with deceit and has taken away. If it's just words, repeat the words now. Did you hear what I just said? Words, letters can be reproduced, but words are original. Statements can be said again, but there's an original word. Original thought, original intent. So in the Greek, it said the beginning was the logos. That logos was the original word. So listen to this. We can duplicate Bibles, but we can't duplicate the word of God. Let me show you what it means. In the Hebrew, words are as real as water. What it meant was when Esau came to the father, when Jacob came to the father, and he gave him the blessing. Let's say this is the blessing. That's water is the blessing. And this is... This is the blessing, um, Isaac, sorry, um, Jacob. So I want to drink the blessing. Right? People <laughs> want me to choke on the water. <laughs> because <laughs> you are saying something that's going to make me... <laughs> I don't know about you, I'm drinking every word God gives me this year. I'm taking every drop of divine instruction. I'm taking every form of prophecy. I'm not waiting for you to take it. I'm take. are you here? Some you need to guide him. Somebody say, I'm taking it all. Say, I'm taking it all. I'm taking it all. I'm not waiting for somebody else. How? What did that mean? That means the wait when he poured the blessing out on Isaac, rather on Jacob, and Esau came and said, Bless me too. He said, No, I've given it. I don't have it. This is not a wicked father. This is a father because the Bible says Isaac shook when he realized it was not Jacob. Listen, what it means is, even when you speak words that you don't mean, they still go into effect. Oh, oh God. Oh, did you hear what I just said? So some people are laboring under in 2023. Are you here? Oh, I know, I know for me come for this life. Ha, ha, for me come. You empowered spiritual entities to cement and seal your faith 
faith. But thank God they don't control your faith. Me, the way I'm looking at myself, I can never get married until I'm 42. You say that 16 when you were 30% into 42. <laughs> Are you seeing that? So you say things like me, I can never marry. I don't want any pregnancy to come and disrupt my process in life. I just want to make sure that I build my house first so that no man will tie me down. Yet you've tied yourself down with your words. Oh, can we talk right now? If you can't say amen, shout out. Let me show you some scripture. He said he has taken away your blessing. Isaac didn't give him anything physical. But the Jews understood that the spiritual were as real as the physical. So when, when uh, Jacob went away with the blessing, even though they were just words, they were things. There were number two essence and number three order. The order was this. Even if Esau will still break through, Jacob will do it first. Because words determine things, essence, and order. Come on now. Oh, if you you are a little sad, you can speak in tongues. (laughs) This is important. That word, devar, is the root word for devorah, which is the word for Deborah, which speaks about bee. And bees, we know them for two or three major things. Tell me, three things that come to mind. Number one, honey. Number two, sting. Number three, hives. Hives. All three, you're going to find it in the scripture around words. Because Hebrews says, we understand by the words of God that the walls were framed. So the words you speak determines the hives you will live in. Because hives are frames, right? Oh, come on now. Your finances look like the words you've been speaking about your money. Your relationships, they look like the words you've been speaking about them. Your marriage looks like the words you've been speaking. Since I've not been speaking words, that's the problem. So because you've not been speaking words, they look anyhow. Because there are no words to frame them. From today, you will speak words differently. And those words will hold. Isaac said this. I have blessed him and he will be blessed. Everybody needs to be able to look over their finances. I've blessed my money and it will be blessed. I've blessed my children and they will be blessed. I've blessed my bank account. I've blessed my nation. Ah, I will eat the good of Nigeria. I hope you, you know the people in this country who are making per week what people in the UK don't make for a year. Some of you will rise into that category. Then you will travel and come back as you will, as you will, as you will. You will fly in and out as you will. Tell him. Somebody shout, I'm blessed. Your words determine the order of your life. Now, let me ask you this. Would it not be unfair of God to leave the outcome of your life to any other person other than yourself? 
So what God did was that he created resources, then he put the control instruments inside your own mouth. It's called your tongue. So that if you don't like the way things are going, you can change it. Oh, can I talk now? <laughs> Somebody's changing the course of their lives. Somebody's shifting things. Let me show you a couple of things. Do you know that the words you speak also determine whether life will sting you or whether life will produce honey for you? <laughs> so it's like, hey, is that in the Bible? It's just metaphor. Okay, no. It's not only metaphor, it's metaverse. Let me show you something. Let me show you a couple of things, as it were. Go to Proverbs chapter 16, verse 24. Proverbs 16 and 24. Let's look at a couple of Bible passages. Help us, media. Pleasant words are like a honeycomb. A honeycomb by the hives I was speaking about. So words are like honeycomb if they are pleasant. Sweetness to the soul and health to the He's speaking about how words affect the three dimensions of your life. In the realm of the spirit, that's the realm of pleasantness. How do I know? It said, and without faith, it's impossible to so what determines pleasant words in the spirit is not that you are articulate or intelligent or that's not what determines what is pleasant. It's not the dialect. It's the divine connect. It is the faith quotient. Because what pleases God is faith. So pleasant words are faith-filled words. Oh, I need you guys to respond to the word. I can't be speaking about the word and you're quiet. That means that if you have a contract that requires 15 million to deliver, and you look at your account, 15,000 kokbe, that's 14,625 naira, 55 covers of shame. And say, my God shall supply all my needs according to his riches and glory through Christ Jesus. Lord, I thank you because you're making a way. You're opening my mind and my intelligence. You are ordering my steps into favorable encounters. You are giving me a recognition of the kingdom value I carry. And this money will be paid. In the realm of the spirit, what have you spoken? Come on, that's it. That's it, Buzzy. Buzz, Buzzy. Buzz like a bee. Those are pleasant words. Been married for a couple of years. Your stomach is as flat, as sweet, alagmo. You lay your hands. Thank you for the baby bump. Woo! Thank you, Jesus, for the cream, for the baby food. Thank you for the diapers. I see my babies pooping. Peeing in my face, sir. Glory to God. Do you understand that? These are pleasant words. So that's the first realm, the realm of the spirit, are the realms of are these words pleasant? Because pleasant words are pregnant words. They will deliver. They will deliver. 
that's the first realm. But it says there's another realm, and that realm is the realm of the soul. It starts with pleasantness in the spirit. It becomes sweetness to the soul. And the physical structure becomes health. So what determines the health of the body is the state of the spirit. If the words are pleasant, the bones will be healthy. But people are trying to run from pillar to post, checking out the bone, the bone structure, bone marrow, bone leg, X leg, X-ray, X-ray, until they see their X there, X-ray. And it goes to Mukare, Toyinri, Babare, for those who are watching old Yoruba, Nollywood. You know the Ray family? Yare, Babare, Mother Ray. Right. No matter the ray, make sure you have more than the ray of sunlight from the word of God. So if there is rottenness in the bone, let me see if I can show you that one. I will read for a bit more. Can you go to Proverbs? 14. We'll come back to 16, 24. But can you go to 14? Uh, help me, Lord. And verse 10. Sorry. Uh, yeah, go to verse 10. Verse 14, verse 10. The heart knows its own bitterness, and a stranger does not share its joy. In other words, if something is going really bad in your life, nobody knows it like the heart. If something's going really good, people can share in your joy, but they can't really experience as they do you. God give you joy that words can't express. Yeah. Now go to verse 13. So he says, that's with the heart. Go to verse 13. Pace it up. Even in laughter, the heart may sorrow, and the end of mirth may be grief, but that's not your portion. Amen. Go to verse 30. Verse 30. A sound heart is, see this, listen, God gave you a medical system in your life. It's called a sound heart. If your heart is right, some surgeries will be canceled. Kai, Kai. I wish you would understand how powerful you are in Christ. God is saying there is a sojourn in your spirit man that can cut out the tumor before it forms because your heart has life. Are you understanding this now? The devil doesn't want you to know this. So he wants to keep running around circles complaining about the rottenness in the bones. He said what happens to the bones? Envy is rottenness to the bones so that when you see people doing well and you are envious what is it doing is killing you why the bones determine the production of red blood cells that is where right for Mrs. that's where the cells are made he's saying that when somebody is thriving and your response is envy you are hurting and destroying your own ability to give life to what God has given you oh come on people now can we talk right now? 
So how do we inject, how do we inject life into our hearts? How do we inject life? Look at three people. Tell them there's no room for envy inside your life. Not just one person. Look for five people. Tell them no room. Look at your neighbor and say, I can handle your next level. I can handle your increase. I can handle your expression. I can handle your breakthrough. If you buy a house in Banana Island, I can handle that. And if you buy me a brand new Mercedes Benz, I can handle it too. Oh, come on now. Are you hearing what I'm saying? I can handle your growth. I can handle your expansion. I can handle it. Why? Because my heart is healthy enough to grow, to accommodate the growth in your life. The enemy never wants you to understand this. So that you spend your life with rottenness of bones. And you know, when bones are rotten, after a while, people can't stand. So envy leads to a fall. No wonder the enemy throws it around, especially in the social media age. We say, look at that person. Ah, now your brother be down. Oh, that time in secondary school, I didn't give him money. Oh, see, nah, nah, nah. You don't get money to give anybody. You never get money for data. Oh, tell you, data, even though you want to data. You don't have money to data. Oh, the data, and you want to data. Date her. Envy before you know it, your legs are now wobbling the spirit. Somebody said, That's not me. So, how do we inject life? Because it starts with the heart. Pleasant words, honeycomb, right? Sweetness to the soul, that's the heart. And then the bones, that's the physical structure. Our physical lives will be nourished by the strength and the stamina of the spirit. Where do we find it? Go to Proverbs chapter 4 very quickly. Time is racing, I need to run, run, run. This time I opera show one of those days. Proverbs, Proverbs chapter 4 of us, are you feeling this? You feeling the man? Feeling it? Hallelujah. You know when your wife travels, when people travel, she's going to look like a Yubo. Because inside Niger's son, see how she yellow. You know I'm going to put her inside giant freezer. Child. Hope we are ready for more babies. <laughs> now look at it. Who wants the, the leftover of the thing? Do you know the when Esau now said, bless me, bless me. He said, I will give you only the blessing of restlessness. He said, when you become restless, you will also break through. He said, you will break his grip off your neck. So there's a blessing of restlessness. And that blessing of restlessness is atol atol. I go enter. How much more the one who has the blessing of God upon their head? Are you hearing this? 2023 must be different for you. In fact, it's already different for you. But please cooperate with God to agree with what he has said concerning you. This year, somebody say, I'm not falling sick this year. I'm walking in good health this year. I lay hands on the seek and the recover. I open doors for other people. I'm not selfish. When I'm blessed, I share the love. When I have opportunities, I introduce other people. When I can't deliver the job, I refer to other people. I am a blessed man. I'm not a stingy person. I buy land this year. 
I support the vulnerable this year. I buy jam forms for people this year. I honor my parents this year. Look at what it says now. He also taught me and said to me, let your heart retain my words. In other words, the words can enter the heart and then the hearts don't retain them. Somebody say, I've been freed from leaky heart syndrome. You know leaky heart syndrome? You hear the message by review time at night. You can't remember. God forbid. He said, let your heart retain it. Why is, that Why is that possible? Because your heart is like the womb of your spirit. God's word is like the seed of a man. The heart is where the eggs of expectation are produced. And no matter how virile a man is, the seeds cannot become life except they mix with eggs in the heart of the man, woman, right? So when your heart does not retain the seed, that's like you using the morning after pill to flush out the revelation. You allow the pressure of life on Monday morning flush out the revelation from Sunday morning. Somebody say, that's not me. He said, retain my words. Keep my commands. And leave. Your life is in the word. So, you know, I don't really have time. Every now and again, when I have time, I just check out my Bible and see what God is trying to say. Eh? 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 Uh, that's your life. I said, no, it's not my life. It's your life by the words where all things made and nothing was made that was made without the word. Retain your verse 5. Give us, let's run, people. Get wisdom, get understanding. Do not forget nor turn away from. You keep seeing it. The words, the words, the words, the words. See the emphasis on the words. From my mouth, verse 6, help us. Keep going, keep, keep it going. Do not forsake her. Why? She'll preserve you. Love her. She will keep you. So there's a dimension of the word that is personified where you see the word as a person. So remember that song God gave me a long time ago? I love your word. I love your word. Right? Wisdom is principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom and all you're getting, get understanding. Keep going. Let's keep going. Exalt her and she will. Some of you are looking for promotion. Just find the word. Just find the word and exalt. Thank you, God. I'm the head, not the tail. Everywhere I enter, I create massive value. Wisdom flows through my life. I'm a high value person, high impact person. I walk freely and frequently into wide open spaces. International open doors, big deals. I'm a facilitator of favor. I'm a mobile miracle. I decorate the space with divine ideas. Come on now. You gotta speak the words. Don't just know it. See, have you noticed, if inside this Lagos, you see somebody by the roadside, just talking about Dubaki, I say, or in the bush. What are the two things you're likely going to think? Either mad or, or it's diabolic. You think it's diabolic. That diabolic disposition that we have is a perversion of the real thing. That's the way you're supposed to be talking. Belina Duvara, Shakaba, Chie, be fool. Account, receive money. 
alert enter. I alert alerts. Alerts receive an alert. Because when you speak, you're also giving orders. Who wants to order a miracle right now? Who wants to order increase? Mainlanders, are you ready to place an order in the spirit? Are you ready to alert the alert? To, are you here, somebody? Let me give you 30 seconds to order some things right now. Order it. Speak life, speak truth, speak grace, speak wisdom, speak favor, speak emancipation. Body, you are healed. Head, you are correct. Energy level, you rise. Oh, the glory of God shines upon my life. Good things are happening for me. Great things are coming to me. My network is strong. I'm fully charged. My battery is full. Don't be shy. Don't be shy. Said exalter, she will promote you. She will promote you. She will promote you. She will promote you. My promotion is not at the beck and call of my haters. My promotion is at the beck and call of the word. So when I release the word and I exalt the word and I esteem the word, something is happening. In Jesus' name we've prayed. Please remain open. Sit and shout something good. Just shout anything good. This is the way you ought to be, oh. As you're walking the streets of Lagos or Pari, wherever you're joining from online, Joburg, New York, New York, or Queens, right? Everywhere I walk, things are working. I am the element that makes the equation complete. <laughs> Everything is arranged when I show up. Do you understand? That level of audacity. No matter the city, never travel out of audacity. No matter where you go, go with your audacity. Audacity is the city you must always carry along. Audacity, order in your city. You're a city set upon a hill that cannot be hidden. And when you speak, you speak with order. You are, do you know that all your cells, cells in your body, they are actually growing according to an order. Now, disease means that there is disorder. So you can use your tongue to rearrange the cells in your body. Come on, people. I showed you from the scriptures, did I? Pleasant words are like a honeycomb. What are they to the soul? So when there's bitterness in your life, what do you do? You borrow pleasant words from your spirit to flush out the bitterness until there's sweetness in the soul. And then there will be health in your bones. Come on now. Yeah. Let me just propose this now. Me, I'm creating something called theorapy, not just therapy. The theology of God. Come on now. Theorapy. And you can always have a session with the Holy Ghost. Your theorapy session. Oh, you're not getting there. Speak to the word. You're not a helpless. Somebody say, I can never be helpless. How can I be broke when I can use words to fill my account? 
Oh, you all didn't get what I just said. I'm not looking for the money. The money is looking for me. I use my words to give it direction. I speak words so that I can easily plot the words into its GPS to find me. Words are my GPS. My God's positioning system. Use words to position healing to the right place in my body. Come on, people. Please go all the way to, when Proverbs 4, go all the way to verse 19. Let me try to taper it down. So how do you do it? The first you want to do is find the words. Somebody say find the words. Verse 19. Find the words. We've seen what the words what can do and all. Go to verse 19. The way of the wicked is like darkness. They do not know what makes them stumble. Somebody say, I'm not stumbling this year. Because I'm not a wicked person. Say, you did this one, it didn't work. I did that, it didn't work. I entered this place, it didn't work. It is basketball. That's not me. The wicked is twisted, and so his pathway takes the shape of his twistedness. That's not me. My path is the path of the just. I'm shining brighter and brighter. I'm elegant at every turn. Glorious in every way. I'm celebrated in the tense. I'm relevant in time. Do you understand it? Who am I talking about? I'm talking about Damilalalotu. Speak about yourself. So that's the way of the wicked. They don't know what makes them stumble. Go to verse 20 now. My son, what should you do? Give attention because earlier it says retain them. So one of the ways you increase the retention of revelation is attention. Attention brings retention to revelation. So the reason many words don't carry the weights they should in many people's lives is they don't pay attention. You're in the Bible, you're distracted. You're in service, you're already looking at your watch. Right? You pay attention. Not attention, let me give you an example. You know, it's like weight, right? What they say in science, that weight is mass times gravity. Can I have another bottle of water? It can, yeah. Can I have another bottle of water? No, I'm not trying to drink it this time. But I want to show something. Uh, I want something that's full. Maybe it doesn't have to be water. Who has like something heavy? Like really, really heavy. Sounds like, can I bring my bank account? Very soon, when they are asking for something heavy, you will say, can I bring my bank account? That amen sounds like it has disdain and dis- disrespect. I said very soon, when they ask for something heavy, say, can I bring my bank account? Fill it up. Can you fill that up? Can you fill it up? So the, remove the, the tag. Thank you. Now, so in, when they say the weight of something, there's the mass of that thing. Then there's the gravity, acceleration due to gravity, which is the pull of gravity. That's what gives something weight. So this thing has mass. If you don't understand. This thing has mass, right? It has mass. But for you to feel the weight, you have to hold it for a while, right? What I really want to do, if you can, I wish you could balance the one finger. This one's a jodo. Uh-huh. Oh, just, just hold it like this. Hold it like this. Hold. It has mass, but it doesn't really have weight until you hold on to it for a long time. 
So what makes the word of God weighty even in your life is how long you hold on to it. Because <sighs> when you hold it for just a second, you make light of it. It's not that serious. But when you hold on to it, when you hold on to the word in the midst of destruction, discouragement, dejection, seeming denial, I believe the word of God, no matter what's going on, I'm holding on to it. Can you feel a bit of pressure? Can you feel, come on, Shaq, can you feel? Yes, yes, I can. What can you feel? My hand's becoming stiff. My hand is becoming? Very heavy, like. Becoming heavy. So the weight is beginning to impact your life. Your muscles are being built because you're holding on to the word of God. Are you here? Thank you for clam bike and do it better. He said, give attention to it. And then incline your ear to my sayings. Now look, look at the next apart from your eyes. His hand in Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. So your heart is a divine safe. They are life to who? To who? Don't just hear the word, find the word. What does that mean? The words I preach to you, they are great. You're hearing them. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. When you go to meditate on the word, Based on what I've taught, you will find some things I didn't necessarily say. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. When you find those things, those are life anchors. They are things that nobody can tell you nonsense about because you have discovered by divine exploration. This is not just my pastor said, my pastor told me. That's great. You need to start from there because I believe the Lord will be a start. We believe the prophets will prosper. But beyond what my pastor said, because my pastor said, I applied this or did this and this happened. That becomes your own personal encounter with the word of God. And so when life is trying to tell you nonsense, you have too much sense for there to be none in the sense. Are you here? You tell nonsense, you say nonsense, I have non nonsense, more nonsense. Are you here? I'll show nonsense nonsense. The none in the nonsense will cancel the none to become more sense. That's mathematical. <laughs> they are life to those who Find them. So the first is you will find the word. Somebody say find the word. And what are they? This cannot be a coincidence. This cannot be metaphoric. This is literal. Please, can I challenge you? I've been doing this for about nine and out of seven. How long is that? I've been using the word of God as medicine, medication. That if I feel feverish which hardly happens possibly happens once in two years or so but what the one that happens pretty often is my throat if i'm under a lot of pressure and preaching back to back to back and working hard and not slipping as much my throat will begin to act funny and my voice will go but it never leads me to a point of oh, i'm not oh, medication oh let's go to the surgeon no you know why because i've taken the word of god literally if he says the word is held to my bones why can't i just believe it Why do I believe? I have no issues with the pharmacy, right? I have no issues with that. 
But why would I believe this doctor's prescription over that doctor's scriptures? Because the scriptures are what they got their prescription ideas from. Because so today, the international symbol of medicine is the snake on the cross. Where they get them from? Moses! In the wilderness, he put a burnt serpent on the cross. He said, whoever looks at it, that's why he said, keep your eyes on them. Did you see that in verse 21? He said, don't let them escape. Look at the word. Look at the word. Focus on the word. Meditate. I've taught you. Let me say it again. Meditation is medication. <laughs> Keep them in the midst of your heart. Why? That's the fountainhead. Verse 22. Look at that. Verse 20. Help us. For they are life to those who find them and health to what? All their flesh. Listen, they will tell you that there are some medicines that are topical medicines and others are what? What do you call those? Intravenous and others are what? Uh-huh. Ingested or something like that. Oral, oral, that's the word. So they are oral, right? They are topical. Those are the ones that you rub on your skin. The intravenous one that being. He's saying that whatever flesh it is, the word can be topical, oral, intravenous as long as it's flesh if it's your breast that needs repair receive it now if it's your belly that needs repair receive it now if it's your spinal disc if it's a basal disc if it's your knee if it's your ankles i speak life over you right now in the name of jesus is somebody hearing this that fibroid dies now that cancer dries up now that lump in your breast that dies now i speak the life of god over you in the name of jesus that amen does not sound like it's responsive. He said it's life to all their flesh. Black flesh, yellow flesh, white flesh, green flesh, young flesh. It's a seven-year-old wrinkled flesh. The word is medicine. But will you take it as dutifully as you take your sweet alabon, alabuku, alabuku? What do people drink these days? Tell me, what do they drink? Kukumycin, microcin, kerosene. All ending up in sin. Take the word of medicine. Thank you, Lord, for the multivitamins of Psalm 23. Come on now. Thank you for the herbs. My agbo is the gospel. You hear what I'm saying? See, do you know that unbelievers and those fetish people, they take their own system more seriously. The Baba is telling them to do something stupid. Look at this son. Climb mountain, they will do it. Drink holy water. Sleep with madman. All we are saying is chop wood. That's all we're saying. Have I brought oil to say I brought this oil from my secret mantle in the most high place in Jerusalem? It took me 300 days. Of fasting, dry fast. If you lick this oil, you get pregnant. Oh, bring a thousand dollar seed for creativity. I have a creative anointing. 
If you bring a thousand dollar seed, I'll pray for you. This hair will turn blue, bala blue. <laughs> I'm not saying don't say into my life. Many of you already do that, and that's great. I always appreciate it. But <laughs> it's not a transaction. It's God that honors and rewards. Are there blessings for it? Yes. Should I make a demand for it? Stand the Bible. Are you expected to do it? Yes. <laughs> right. If you don't do it, are you cursed? No. <laughs> do you understand? What is God saying? Focus on the word. But people are like, no, this word is not enough. Let's go and shout 300 hallelujahs. Who sent you? Say, everybody stand on one leg. Raise your other hand. Says, I'm standing on one leg. Everything is hopping together for my group. Say, so, yo, calm down, people. Look into the word. Waller. Focus on the word. Of course, there are prophetic actions, and you will know if it's a prophetic action. But I'm saying, without drama, the word is still working. You get it? Neiman said, I thought he would come and wave his hand over the place. And it's a simple thing. Just go and dip in the water. And what many believers need to do is not to travel to Jerusalem and look for River Jordan to be drinking holy water from there. It's to take a daily dip in the water of the word. And your skin will become like baby skin. We're hearing that. Is the skin skinning? Verse 23, I'm almost there. Verse 23. Keep your heart with all diligence. Why? Do you know he's not saying keep your heart so that nothing can get inside? Because most of us say, God, you know what when people say, I'm guarding my heart. What they say, I don't want to let anybody inside. Wrong. He's saying the reason you guard your heart is not because of what can come in, it's because of what will come out. But what will come out or what will come in can contaminate what is supposed to come out. Oh. You get it? So the first thing, let me give us three instructions and we're done. Are you good? Do you feel the weight? Please clap for him. Don't drop the word. No matter how weighty it feels, don't drop the word. Look at verse 20. Uh, no, go to... Uh, Jeremiah 16 verse 15 uh, should you do the first go to Ezekiel 3 verse 3 then we'll do Jeremiah mainland are you feeling this if you're feeling this on the mainland say I am speaking life over my life in the name of Jesus Are we here now? Are we here now? Are we, are we here now? Whew. So find the word. That's the first thing. And he said to me, son of man, feed your belly and fill your stomach with this scroll that I give you. Not what you feed your heart with is what God has given you. What's the promise? What's the prophecy? What's the instruction? Like this Sunday, fill your heart. Your ears are being filled, but is your heart being full? Your heart doesn't get full at the first li listen. 
You play it again and again and again until the word begins to grow. In Acts 19 verse 20, he says, so mightily grew the word. And when the word grew, what happened? When a woman is pregnant long enough, she'll start showing. Are you here? So feel it. So I ate it. And it was in my mouth like what? Honey in. Do you remember? Pleasant words. And like a honeycomb. Now where do you find faith-filled words? The word of God. Because the word of God are filled with faith. That's why they can give you faith. You eat it. What's the next thing you do? You eat it. So you find the word, then you eat it. So if you're dealing with an issue, let's say you want to get married, which is one of my major projects for many of you in this house this year. I have a project, daughters must be married. Daughters must be married, must be married, must be married. My daughters must be married to godly men in this place. So you find, what are the words, what are the promises of God? None shall lack a mate. He that finds a wife finds a good thing. And it brought the woman to him. And you meditate on it. Eating is ingesting, you're hearing that. Surround yourself with stories of beautiful marriages. You avoid consuming, ah, hey, hey, do you know basket's mouth? Now I want his marriage break because it's basket and basket they leak. Eh, eh, do you know you edoche, you edoche, mm, you useless? You don't fill yourself with all this kind of information and feed your doubts. Why are you feeding your doubts? When you can feed your faith. Why are you flushing out the pregnancy and you're expecting the baby? Why are you using the material around you against the substance within you? You look for healthy outcomes. You hang around people who are flourishing in the areas where you're believing God for. And find ways to add value to them. Serve, give, sow, help, support. You understand not just marriage, other areas, business. Somebody's building a business. Send the airtime, right? Oh, I, I know you're starting the business. I don't know. It must be very tough and difficult. I can't give you capital, but just help me manage so for your fuel. 5K, 10K. You understand? You are feeding you are eating and feeding. Are you here? So that's what you do. Go to Jeremiah 15 verse 16. And then we'll go to the last uh, thing. So number one is that you do what? Find the words. Number two is you do what? Eat it. How do you eat it? You hear. I've told you before that your ears are the throat of your spirit. Rather, your ears are the mouth of your spirit. Your mind is the throat of your spirit. Yeah? Your ears are the mouth. So you feed with your ears. God feeds you through your ears. Faith comes by hearing and You know when you eat the food, what your body is absorbing is the nutrients, the vitamins. So faith is the nutrients. In these words, these words are just the capsules. But some, how many of you feel more faith in your spirit right now? How many of you, your faith is growing? Because I've been feeding you with the word. Your mind is the throat, it's going through. How do I mean your mind is your throat? If I'm speaking Fre French, many of you will not hear it. Because you need your mind to have understanding to interpret the value in what I'm saying. Are we here? So Paul says, I will speak my 
spirit, I'm not speaking my understanding. And then your heart is like the stomach. So when it says, fill your stomach, fill your heart. So that when pressure comes, you have substance to draw. Let's read this together. Your words were found. You see the same process? This is a different timeline. But the process is the same. You find it, then you eat it. And I ate them. And your word was to me the joy and rejoicing of my heart. For I am called, oh Lord, I host the most because I host the most high. This is the revelation when I'm fed with the word of God, I'm being fed with the substance of God. So I don't see scarcity, I see hosts. A host of opportunities, a host of help, a host of support. It does not matter what my bank account is saying, it matters what my God is saying. I don't plan my finances according to my budget. I plan according to his blessings. My budget takes shape under the blessing. I don't act like I have a budget without the blessing. I budget based on the blessing. In other words, I expect God to outdo what I've planned. I expect God to outdo what I've prepared. I wish I could talk to somebody because the final thing is that you have to now speak the word. When you have found the word, so you listen to the message over and over, your personal devotion, you get back on you version, you get those devotionals or with your body, your prayer partner, your accountability partner in master life or missionary map you do all of that you incubate it incubated so one of the things some of you should do we said spread with speed go and look for all the scriptures with spread go and look for all the scriptures with speed and be feasting on it be incubating it one day your heart will be so full that people will say how come you achieved so much in such a little time it was because you started with pleasant words that were like honeycomb and when you have the honeycomb you have sweetness in your soul and you have health in your bones in other words your structure will be strong enough to interpret what you're sensing in your spirit. Your business will mature. Your physical parameters will align. Your ministry expressions will become greater and stronger because the word of God is growing in your heart and you begin to speak. Your natural response will be, I speak life. I speak joy. I speak victory. I speak overcome. I have overcome the world. I am blessed and highly favored. I am filled with glory and graciousness. All things things are working together for my good. I wish I could get somebody to pray. I wish I could get somebody to speak. I wish I could get somebody to open their mouth. If you're on the mainland, why not stand and walk around and begin to bless your life and begin to bless your destiny and begin to bless your assignment and begin to bless. The Bible says death and life are in the power of the tongue. Somebody said, oh, but somebody cursed me. Uncurse yourself. What did they curse you with? What did they curse you with? Words. You are a man, I'm a man. You speak, I counter speak. Don't let anybody intimidate you. You hear what I'm saying? Don't let anybody intimidate you. You carry the life of God. If you are born again, if you receive the life of Jesus, place your faith in him. You carry the life of God. You speak words over your own destiny, over your own future. Sometimes you won't make it. Say, I've already made it because Christ made me new. I'm not trying to make it. I've already made it. I'm not trying to get there. I'm already seated. I am an overcomer. Is this the way you're going to speak? 
Do you know the new man in Christ is called a speaking spirit? You are a speaking spirit. You are a speaking spirit. There's something I do every now and again in, in my house. My wife is sleeping, the boys are sleeping. I walk over them and I lay my hands on them and I speak over them and I speak over their future and I speak about Elsie's ministry and books and products and life and health and speak about the children and I speak about the people they will be friends with. Are you hearing? Because words are things and they can travel into the future. Speak over your staff. Those who have worked with me and those who work with me, they know I will speak so much life into you that even if you want to die, it's not possible. I've fed your soul and your spirit with so much life and energy. You know why? The Bible says God is not a God of the dead. He said he calls, he gives life to the dead. He calls the things that are not as though they were. I want to give you one minute. Call the things that are not as though they were. See, I'm walking rapidly in the gifts of the Spirit. The supernatural is my new normal. This year, I wean souls in masses. And I disciple souls in classes. This year, I will not be spiritually barren. It will not be the year I look back and I have not led anybody to Jesus. Mm -mm, not this year. On the car, on the bus at home. My content is going viral. The grace of God upon my life trumps the algorithm because the Bible says I've overcome the world. Hey, come on now. Everybody that needs to hear the gospel through my lips will hear it. Wherever they are, in whatever language, whatever language they speak, they hear it. Kings are spreading. We're going in leaps and bounds. Every chair is filled, every life has changed. Tavunania Sapatakush. Dorika Bartas. Help me write that down to release us a prophetics. Every chair is filled, every life has changed. Please, I want you to pray with more aggression. Have you seen those dra dramatic people? <laughs> now, you don't need to do that, but your heart needs to be there. Oh, your heart must be there. Please listen, let me, let me just say this. You know why Isaac cried? Why Isaac cried or was, was shaken? Bible says he trembled when he discovered he had given the blessing to Jacob and not Esau. Because what he said, he said, go and make venison that my soul may bless you. And where is the sweetness according to what we learned today? Where is sweetness? In the soul. Now, I've already offloaded the sweetness of the soul. That means I meditated the weights. I held on to that thing. And when that thing came, I poured it out. So I can't give it to you. So what gives, watch this, what gives weight to your words is not the letters. It's not English language. This realm of the spirit does not read English. Or Africans or Yoruba or... Do you understand? What is released is virtue. That virtue is a function of heart, attention, and time. Do you get it? How else do you speak English and go to a region and then you rebuke devils and they come out in Russia? That means they're not, it's not English they're listening to now. So the elements, they hear words. 
Those words are bigger than letters. That's why sometimes you have a word in your heart, but English cannot express it. So, attention, heart tension. Come on, I love those words I come up with. Write it down. Heart tension, your heart in it is what gives it weight. That's why even for salvation, he didn't say, just speak with your mouth. He said, you believe where? In your heart. Why? There is a life wire, a free connection between your heart and the spirit realm. That's why he said, out of the heart comes murders. Lying, cheating, rivalry, and all of that. From the heart. There's a highway from your heart to the spirit realm. So if you are praying and your mind is not there, you are not being effective. Do you get it? Let me give us 90 seconds to really take this word and water your life, water your future, water your marriage. Whatever you are trusting God for is already sorted in the realm of the spirit. And for some of you, you have prophetic words. It's okay to bring out your phone and bring out your journal and bring out your diary and begin to bring. He said, bring to me words. Command ye me according to my words. If there is any sickness in your body, curse that pain, curse that weakness, cyclical infirmities, command it to die. Blood clots commanded to disappear. Gangrene, migraine commanded to die. Jesus cursed a fig tree and a dried up. I explained the first service that the first thing God did on the day of Pentecost when they had prayed for a long time, listen to this and we'll close. He said that there came a rushing mighty wind. James says that the tongue is a wildfire, this tongue. And it's a world of iniqui iniquity. It's a tongue, wildfire. World of iniquity. What was the first manifestation of the Holy Spirit? Acts chapter 2. The tongues of upon their heads. God was putting another tongue on fire or fire above this natural tongue of fire. He was saying your life will no longer just be ruled by vanity and vain words. But you have the operation of the Holy Ghost on top of your life. That whatever part of your life you already destroy with the fire of wrong words. With the fire of the Holy Ghost you can repair it. So as we close, whatever you said to yourself, I'm not one of the smartest. Me, there's nothing special about me. Who told you that? He said you're a royal priesthood. You're special. A peculiar people. Send me, I always carry last. No, even if you are worried or not worried, you know they carry last. Speak in 30 more seconds. Speak on the island and speak on the mainland. That's why when you pray in tongues for a while and you feel the utterance, then you begin to interpret it in English. Paul said, I will speak in the spirit and I will speak in my understanding. Rapotalia Satabai, Lekruzekia Tanakia Sablatosha, 
Repair, repair the broken tissues. Somebody, that back pain, you don't have to live with it. Do you know that? You don't have to live with the back pain. Speak to it. Your next relationship will end up in marriage. Proclaim it. No more time to waste. Your womb was damaged by the abortion. Repair it with the word of God. Repair it with the word of God. Repair it with the word of God. Yes, you gave up your virginity in a silly way. Come with repentance before God. Let the power of the blood speak over your heart. Then repair your mind. Repair your emotions. Repair, repair, repair it. You've not made any kind of significant progress in life. Accelerate your life with the word of God. Say, I'm flying on eagle's wings. I'm soaring with speed. I'm spreading with speed. My name is on the lips of the nobles. My products is in the palaces of the mighty. Walk in full dominion over the prince of the power of the air. I put cloaks on my thoughts and my words travel. Words are clothes that are put on. Words are thoughts that are put on clothes. The clothes of language. I speak words over Europe, over Asia, South Africa. Receive, receive, receive. I enter into nations as an ambassador. I don't enter into any nation as a hustler, as a beggar, as one scraping. No, I enter as a person of value. I am authenticated and verified. Kings and presidents and counselors, they seek the wisdom of God on my lips. They enjoy the truth of God pouring through my life. They come to pick my brain to understand the innovative strategies that they need to be able to construct their nations and build their economy and repair. I raise many pastors, many leaders. I raise many missionaries. I raise many prophets, apostles. Over the next 10 to 15 years, the zeal of the Lord performs it. Angels are working for me. Supernatural beings are carrying me on. On eagles' wings, we possess our land on the lucky stretch. We walk into it this year. We walk into our land on the mainland, along Ikorodu Road and around Ikeja. In the name of Jesus, our workforce is strong and buoyant. Our teams are dynamic. Our pastors and ministers are anointed. We raise many more pastors. We ordain many more into ministry who catch the vision and the fire and they run without compromise. We proclaim our total attendance in the next one year will become the size of the workforce, the size of the work of the service team. Speed, speed, speed. Pour it out. And when you're speaking, visualize it happening. The car is bought. The house is paid for. 
the surgery is canceled because your healing is confirmed words have been spoken you possess the real estate you enter into new levels of digital wealth hallelujah to the lamb of god you walk with confidence you are strong in the lord and the power's mind your soul is sweet your bones are healthy your life is full of life. Now somebody begin to glorify God and honor him. Can you celebrate and worship him? Can you adore and adulate him? He's worthy of a praise. Clap your hands and say, thank you, Jesus. Say, thank you, Jesus. Generation is rising on an emerging generation of kings. To join this growing community of kings, visit www.kingdomcentral.org and send your full name and email address to 0908-123-4566. One more thing, someone you know needs this. Kindly share this now.